0: Hello beautiful people and welcome back on Home in a Teacup, the, the podcast on which we're trying to understand the feeling of home to so conversations around the topics of cultural identity, languages, travel and nationality. In today's episode, Etienne Serdan explains to us what it feels like to grow up with a mother who travels a lot for her work and often had to bring her whole family with her. From Brazil to La Réunion, these different surroundings have led him to understand what really suited him and what type of home he was looking for. Before starting, I'd like to say that none of the speakers are native English speakers, so mistakes can and will probably be made. Do not forget to subscribe if you like this episode and wish to hear more fascinating conversations like this one. Hope you enjoy. All right, good afternoon, Etienne. Good afternoon. And welcome on Home in a Teacup. Could you please introduce yourself? Tell us how old you are, what you're doing in life, and a bit of your story, whatever you want.
1: Well, um, I'm Etienne Sardin. Uh, I'm um, I'm from Montpellier. I am doing like you. I'm doing um, English studies. Uh, I'm so once this episode is gonna release, I'm gonna be 22 because I'm 22. i uh, <laughs> I'm nearly 22. Um, what else do I have to say? I don't really know. <laughs>
0: There's one thing I'd like to talk to you about because I know that you weren't born in France I was born part? in France
1: You were born in France? I was born in France but I lived quickly I have a mother that travels a lot for her work so I was born in Montpellier in the same room as my sister I remember sister. we were born in the same uh, room. And we were hospital four, room Hospital room Hospital room We yeah. were four years apart but we were really born in the same room Then she was sent to uh, Cameroon in the Cameroon, so, you so lived there. Uh, for, I don't know how many years I lived in Cameroon, as a baby, I was newborn and <laughs> do remember, I just have some videos of us living there when, I was, when we were little, and then was uh, we went back in France, I think, and when I was, when I was three, we went to Brazil, so Florianopolis in southern Brazil, and then we went back to France when I was down
0: and then you left again or you stayed in then France. Then for
1: my uh last year of high school my mother was sent to uh, La Réunion so uh south of Madagascar and uh, I did my last year of high school then I went to do one year of history studies in um in Montpellier then because of Covid and because I really hated uh history studies I went back to my parents house and stayed her- there for a year doing absolutely nothing (laughs) (laughs) having a good time and just uh taking a year off to think about what i what i wanted to do and uh then i went uh, here in uh, lorient uh for english studies because i didn't want to stay in montpellier i really didn't, didn't like montpellier wanted to have new fresh air to be alone for a while having my own apartment not living with my sister or or um of the people of my family to really grow up because I felt that I really <laughs> didn't. I, I just wanted new fresh air. I mm. wanted to grow a bit uh, lonely too.
0: And how did you end up in Lorient? Was it your choice or was it just like... I
1: wanted... I uh, have grandparents here in uh, Brittany and i are like, hey, I like Brittany, it's cold. I really like cold. I oh. hate... I hate <laughs> Don't say that. Hate, <laughs> I really hate heat. I hated Montpellier. I didn't wanted to go uh, stay studies in in La Réunion because La Réunion studies is during um, summer, so it's really fucking hot. <laughs> I, like, hot. It's awful. Like forty degrees when you're studying. Like it's it's hard mm. for me. It was hard uh, living there. And like Réunion is um, a volcano. It's like an island, so it's a volcano and um, you uh, know, if you uh, go really high in La Réunion, it's really cold, but the lower parts, which are the parts where people live and where the universities are, it's um, it's really hot. Like the um, lower most parts are really hot. Like basically always summer, Where even in winter, it's like uh, 30 degrees. It's incredibly hot and I, if I stayed there, I had to do my studies there, and in La Réunion, except if you except if you want to do science, like uh, volcanology, I guess it's what you call it, you don't really have uh, really good things, other things to do, and if there were uh, English studies, but uh, I, I, didn't, I didn't really want to study there. No, so. Um,
0: so if I count, you've lived in like three different countries, is that right? Or four, four different countries?
1: Uh, Four, yeah. But the first, Cameroon, I don't remember. You don't really remember? So three, I remember three countries.
0: Is there one country that you would favor over another?
1: There's not a country that I would favor. I guess I would say France. Not because I favor France, but because I favor um, cold. Cold weather.
0: Oh, that's why, because Brazil is very hot. Cameron as well, even if you don't yeah, remember. I think
1: there's some parts of Brazil that can be cold, but usually it's hot, yeah.
0: How long did you stay in Brazil?
1: Seven years. That's from, a lot. From when I was three to my uh, 10th anniversary, 10th birthday, nearly. A bit after, we had to go back to France.
0: Do you miss it?
1: I was too young. Even at 10, there's I have some really good memories. Like recently, I... Saw so again some uh, pictures, some photos that my father took of um, of Saint John. So if this is Saint John, Saint Jean in uh, in Brazilian. and it was a big, big festival, really great festival, really amazing. And I had many childhood mem- memories of here. But well, I I I change from what I, I'm really different from what I was when I was ten. So no, I don't really miss it that much.
0: Mm. do you would you say how can I phrase that do you think that you would have preferred having more stability going up because I imagine that if you moved a lot it many things must have changed constantly
1: yeah but uh, I'm so grateful of my mother to have let me uh, travel that much I don't think I could have been... I, I have... It's hard for me to really understand uh, clichés and things like that. And I think it's because of that. It's because I lived in I lived in Brazil with very many clichés about Brazilians. And when I grow, went to France, people told me about these clichés and I knew, knew they were false. So I, I know this, it, it helped me to have um, a bigger understanding of things and cultures. And uh, yeah, I, I don't really miss. It. I could I think it could have been better for me not traveling that much because I'm when I went back to France I, had, I was really shy and uh, it was harder for me to get friends and get along with people. But I don't really. It was more than a good thing. Something I really liked about my life, and I think I'm really lucky to have lived, have this uh, this chance to travel more than other people could have real lives
0: I think there are pros and cons in moving around and staying in one place I mean obviously when you live your whole life in one single place you have your friends you have your family and everything but the fact that you've been able to that you were able to travel that much do you think it actually helped you being more open-minded
1: I think yeah I guess. I don't want to say I'm not open-minded because I don't know and cannot really say I'm open-minded or not, but I think I am because of it. Say I'm not sure, but I think I am.
0: (laughs) Do you think that the fact that you were traveling with your family helped you feel at home in these places?
1: Yeah, I think so. Now, Brazil, I was little. France, we went back to France... uh, uh, a lot even during classes which <laughs> I, I talked about it with my mother recently uh, last year about how uh, I thought I was really bad in class when I was little and the thing is I wasn't really bad is that we travel when I, when me and my sister had classes we went to France for French vacations which weren't the same as Brazilian vacations so I like missed so many classes and Learned super uh, late how to write and read. anything <laughs> like that. But uh,
0: Because you had two cultures. Cool yeah So you had to so when, uh, balance. I,
1: I just lost my... Uh, but yeah. Um, so yeah. Uh, when I went back to France. I knew where I was going. In a way it was hard. How to go back. I cried a lot. I remember crying a lot. Uh, but it was... Uh, it was still home. It was still a bit home. It just was really different. Uh, in Brazil, you have less vacations, less holiday days, but uh, when you're a child, at least I, when I was living in Brazil, your um classes in it at, um, at 12. So, 12 in, so you didn't have classes uh, for the... Um, Oh, I don't have, the, I lost the word, so for, afternoon? The, for the afternoon, yeah. Mm. Uh, you did not have classes for the afternoon, so when you went back to France and had more holidays, but you couldn't really feel it because you also worked all day. <laughs> mm. you, had, you had classes all day. It was hard for, for me when I was little. It was a bit, it was way too different.
0: So it allowed you to experience two different types of educations, yeah. basically. Do you feel sometimes the need to find something which is going to bring you back to your Brazilian experience? For example, food that you love there and you need to eat it sometimes to just feel the Brazilian heat on you. <laughs>
1: uh, ah, that's interesting because not that much, but at the same time, sometimes I really like to ask with my sisters, especially my sisters or my mother about what was life in Brazil back then? And As I would say, uh, look back at some photographs or um, photos or uh, videos about uh, Brazil, about uh, some festivals, some things. Uh, it's still, yeah, memories. Still memories that I like looking back and saying, yeah, I remember that. Mm. I remember this house or this one. Still memories stick, still stick in my mind, still stay in my mind. Really.
0: Mm. Would you say, um, so you said that the country you'd favor is mostly France, but would you say that your experience abroad like shaped the person that you are as a French person? Meaning, do you feel extra French, like I am French, or do you feel like a kid from different countries and nationalities? Yeah,
1: I don't feel extra French. I don't feel really close I, I like France in a way. I know that some things in government and things like that. There are some things that are real good in France, but I don't feel French. Like I couldn't say I'm French. I like I had Spanish my father has Spanish origins. My mother is from um Brittany or northern France and I lived in Brazil for a big part of my life. I don't feel French French really. Mm-hmm. I won't defend France uh, <laughs> to death. I just won't, you wouldn't
0: uh, be like, I am French <laughs> nationalist. Like, yeah, I
1: have offered, yeah. I feel like, I'm, yeah, from a bit of everywhere, everywhere.
0: Hmm. I like that. I feel like people living in different countries who had the experience, the opportunity to live in different countries, rarely feel like one nationality, except if they were not comfortable in another country. But if they were comfortable quite everywhere i feel like you it's hard to see yourself as a french person like i'm not going out of my country (laughs) i'm staying here (laughs) i can imagine that and i didn't ask you what what does your mother do to travel that much
1: uh oh (laughs) (laughs) Uh, yeah it's it's complicated she's a researcher to okay. Do research about agronomy. I think in some um, uh, developing countries, some people are, uh countries that are in development. So she travels a lot in Africa. That's why she's in La Rio. And when she's li- in La Rio, she goes to Madagascar. She went to Kenya recently. I think she goes often to Brazil. Like we stayed in France after we lived in Brazil, and but she went back and. I brought back uh, some uh, some things from Brazil, some food that you asked for, uh, tapioca, um, um, uh, pão de queijo, some things like that that are really good. Yeah, pão de queijo. If you have to taste something from Brazil, the Brazilian thing, pão de queijo is really good.
0: What is it? I, I don't know.
1: You don't- <laughs> uh, I don't really it's know. It's, it's, it means... Um, uh, it, it means uh, fromage bread, uh, cheese bread, I mean. But uh, I'm not sure, it's, I'm not really sure it's from, just from cheese, from, it's not only cheese. Uh, if my, if my sister hears that, she's gonna, gonna <laughs> punch go me crazy. in the face. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't really know, but some, yeah, it's a think, thing, something, I've a, a kind of ball thingy that is you see everywhere if you're going to if you go to a um festival something like that or a birthday you're gonna have candy cake, obviously and a brigade which is simpler to explain because it's just um chocolate with um uh, concentré.
0: Oh, uh, oh concentrated milk i'm yeah. not sure we can say that <laughs> yeah
1: it's like just little balls of of chocolate are really good it's like really fat <laughs> Really good.
0: Really greasy.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> I've heard of one thing from Brazil, Pasteis de Nata. Pasteis de Nata. Oh, maybe it's not from Brazil. Maybe it's from Argentina. It's uh-huh. probably from Argentina. Oh, let's forget that.
1: <laughs> yeah, not the country, not single language. <laughs>
0: no, that's all right, that's all right. <laughs> um, so you do do you speak Portuguese?
1: I understand Portuguese, but I lost it. Uh, we talked a bit Portuguese with my sisters when we went back, but for many years we stopped talking. So now there, I have two sisters. There one, there's one that talks still Portuguese real well. The middle one uh, talks it. I have a hard time a bit talking, but she can talk it. She can talk Portuguese. I only can uh, hear. I don't talk anymore. I, I answer in French now. Uh, I would like to... I, I wanted to take Portuguese in in university, but they didn't have any teachers anymore, so I couldn't... Oh. So I lost all... I, I want to go back, to uh, talk again Portuguese, hear a bit a lot, hear it again, but yeah, uh, no, I don't talk Portuguese anymore. I understand, but I cannot talk.
0: I think when you've been used to a language for many years in your life, even if you lose it, if you just go back there and listen to it, apparently it comes back quickly.
1: You should. I, I think it works that, that way, yeah. But I didn't go back to Brazil. So Would I you
0: see say. yourself going back there and live there? Uh,
1: live there, no, I don't think. Too hot. Uh, in the winter. In the, uh, <laughs> uh, my mother goes there. So I... I can guess I can see myself going back there one day, but not sure. I'm not as attached uh, as my sisters can be, so I'm, I am don't really... If it's, it is, if it's between my sisters or me, or especially the middle sister and me, I will let her go because she's way more attached to Brazil than I, than I am. And the other sister is actually in um, Guyane-Francaise now, so... <laughs> Oh. She's actually close to it. but
0: Oh, so she's not with your parents? No, uh,
1: the oldest one is in uh, Guyane. She went to Guyane.
0: Oh, so you're all travelers in your family. <laughs> <laughs> Do you feel like the fact that you've traveled that much, would you like to travel again or would you prefer to settle someplace and not move?
1: That's a really good question because... Uh, for a long time I especially you know, when I was a teenager, I just began hating travelling actually. I didn't want to travel, it's just too exhausting. I was like no and my parents my mother has them, my parents too. The two of them have a really special kind of uh in, they kinda go in travels in uh, kind of improvising.
0: Mm. <laughs> they don't <laughs> they
1: don't do anything. I have some bad memories of mm. traveling. <laughs> uh, even in France, like, sleeping in the car because you couldn't find a hotel. Because,
0: because they just go uh, without yeah, preparing?
1: Just, yeah, they prepare, but not as, as much as they should. But now... So you were traumatized. Not traumatized, <laughs> but I know that for some time I just wanted to settle somewhere. And now I, I kind of want to travel... But alone, like myself, just go somewhere and experience something else. But I see myself settling. I don't see myself traveling as a job. My my father was like, uh, yeah, you should do the same work as your mother because it's amazing. You don't have a bus and you just travel. Like, I, I don't like to travel. I don't want to to do what my mother had done. I respect my mother for what she had done. She traveled a lot and she has so many stories to tell about many so many countries. And she's, she's done some crazy things. Like I heard recently that she once she went to Brazil for a meeting. meeting, And after the meeting, she takes a plane again to go to another meeting in some other country. She did something like that. She's like, went crazy thinking like two planes a day. And I'm like, wow, that's incredible. Wow. But I don't see myself doing it. So too exhausting for me.
0: I can understand that, but would you see yourself maybe settling abroad, or would you se- like to say in France?
1: Maybe uh, I, I'll settle where, where it's cold.
0: <laughs> where it's cold? Oh, you should go up north. It's very cold.
1: <laughs> yeah. Actually, yeah, uh, I think I, I'll see myself settling somewhere where I feel good, where I feel where, where I feel home. So cold place, usually, and calm place.
0: Calm places. Yeah. You mean where there's no one? What?
1: Where yeah. there's no one. Yeah, where there's no one.
0: So you said that you were doing English studies. I mean, I know that obviously <laughs> because <we're>, we <laughs> we study English together. <laughs> but um, how did you come to that choice? Because you were doing history to studies before that. So how did you end up doing English studies?
1: In high school, I wasn't bad in English. Uh, and so I, I liked... History, I like uh, especially uh, modern, like today's history. Like what we're doing in class right now uh, with um, contemporary era. I wa- so I wanted to go in history, but when I went to history, it's too, too much. It's way too hard. Everything you have to do is too hard. Too many things to learn by heart. Many dates. Huh? Many dates. Yeah, many dates. And I'm awful at dates. Like, <laughs> I'm not able to learn a single date. Oh, that's and really awful! Awful, and and there were so many things that I really didn't like. And uh, during my studies, I uh, I just felt uh, felt that I didn't belong. I didn't want to continue with it. I wasn't sure, and if it weren't for COVID, COVID, uh, COVID, I um I wouldn't have I wouldn't have uh, stopped. But because it was... Co- when, once we, when I did my studies and the COVID uh, came to France and we had to stop and um, go for quarantine, uh, I just felt so liberated to don't have to go to class anymore. And I was like, you don't continue studies when you, when you don't want to go to class, when you just want to do something else. And I wanted, I hesitated that year to go to English class, uh, to go... To change for English studies, and when I stopped English, when I went back to La Réunion to from at my parents' house, I just didn't want to. I, I, it was too hard to say to myself, "I want to continue history." I was like, "I don't want that." And sometimes I was like, "Yeah, I wanted to try out English, so I tried out English somewhere somewhere else, so in Brittany, in uh, Lorient." And that's how I came to this. I just wanted... I just said to myself, I had to try out things. It's truly important to try out things, especially when you don't feel good about your studies, when you don't like it. And I just took something else that I was like, yeah, I want to try this. And I liked it.
0: I feel like COVID helps many people realize that they were probably not doing the right studies. I know that Mm. that was the case for me. And I know many other people around me that actually realized during COVID that they were probably not on the right path. And that's actually great that you found English in that way. Mm. So you started studying English in Lorient, away from Montpellier, is that right?
1: Yeah.
0: Away from all of that. Do you feel like you... the
1: right choice yeah yeah uh without any hesitation yeah i did the right choice uh i I, montpellier is kind of the place in france where uh, there's all my family like where my mother works because there's here that uh, her company i'll say where the syrah is so she has to stay in montpellier when she's in france and um and there's where, this is where my father's family is, where he, my grandmother is. And I just remember my father to so, saying some things like, yeah, um, why go out of Montpellier? Montpellier is really great of a place. And I was like, I don't want to stay here, actually. I, I don't like it. I don't like the southern France. I don't like the... Um, sometimes I miss the um, kind of... Um, uh, the, the southern France, like um, countryside of southern France, but usually it's just countryside. Southern France It's too hot. It's, it's it's too hot in summer and it's too cold in in winter. Uh, Brittany is like really wet. We are great like, for that. Great weather,
0: temperature, the whole year.
1: <laughs> uh, I think yeah, I ended getting this feeling of I, I cannot get out of Montpellier like, because of some really not really. Like some comments of a father that wasn't really, he wasn't being mean or he wasn't being its just, yeah, just like some little silly comments that got into my mind. I was like, yeah, I'm kind of trapped here and I wanted to get out. I just don't, I don't want to stay there.
0: And do you see yourself staying here or do you see yourself going back to Montpellier at some point?
1: I don't see myself.
0: You don't see yourself? <laughs> uh,
1: I, uh,
0: uh, if you had, for example, let's say tomorrow, someone comes to you and say, you have two possibilities, staying in Lorient or going back to Montpellier. i in Lorient. Yeah, stay in Lorient.
1: would you? <laughs> but yeah, for my studies, uh, my master, I want to do it here. And if I was, I see myself changing from Lorient, but I don't see myself going back to Montpellier. I think mm. I'll stay in northern France a bit for cold and the uh, weather and i mm. southern and Montpellier is a big city and I don't like big cities I feel really out of place I feel bad there.
0: I understand you on that. I know I feel like we're quite the same on that one. Nature. <laughs> is much better less people (laughs) small cities (laughs) i feel like in big cities you kind of lose yourself you're just one person among thousands of people and you have less of a homely feeling
1: yeah and i know doing things and getting going out is i I really go out except for walking and so the main Good thing about big cities, meaning going out and doing things with people, I don't like it. So I just feel bad there. It's just too much noise, too much noise, not enough air to to breathe. Like yeah, here is cool because when you go out on weekends, there's no one, no one's in the street, and I just feel so good. Just love this feeling. Yes,
0: yeah, you don't feel like it's overcrowded. You don't feel yeah. that, like how can I say that? like you can't breathe because there are too many people okay what's your if you if tomorrow you were winning the lottery I don't, i'm not sure that's how i were imagine you were winning like thousands of euros where would you settle not like a city but like what's your dream house i don't know you don't know i
1: don't know at all. for oh. example
0: countryside city. countryside
1: yeah countryside I just, yeah, countryside on the mountains. I think high up. In the really? Yeah. Little so that means in
0: the south.
1: Ah, uh, yeah, maybe.
0: And it's hot in the summer.
1: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we have uh, the Massif Amorican quand même. Oh?
0: That's why we do.
1: <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I see myself going to the mountains, actually. But even if, if it's southern, yeah, there's there's a bit of eastern too. <laughs> But yeah, where it's cold and where it's uh, mountains, higher up in high, really high, just feel better.
0: Mm. I actually really like taking like going high up, yeah, <laughs> because when you see the whole city. It's so, just the city or the landscapes, the fact that you can see everything, you can see the horizon, it just humbles you in a way, and you feel like just a small ant in the middle of the universe. (laughs) I do understand that feeling. Okay, now I'm going to ask you the signature question. What does home mean to you? And where is it, if you have one?
1: Home for me is um, where I feel uh, where I feel good, and so it's usually, as I said, uh, cold places and where it's really calm. Uh, I don't have a speci, I didn't find it. Uh, uh, still, I liked being at some for a time. It was my parents' house or my grandparents' house, but now while uh, my parents are in La Reunion, here La Reunion, not really somewhere I feel good. Too too hot and how the houses are um, clung together was a place that I didn't I don't really like. So I don't really have somewhere I can call a home. Really, I don't have this feeling of somewhere I I feel my I, I feel like I belong. But I know that if is some if I can not find it somewhere, it will be somewhere uh, cold and uh, the mountains, some countryside place so
0: home for you would necessarily be a place then
1: yeah a place Ah, yeah place yeah (laughs) When, when i imagine home if i imagine the word home it would be a place like this really countryside place uh really calm cozy yeah cozy yeah yeah
0: would you feel like it would be it would feel less like home if you don't have the people you love around you, meaning, um, would it feel more at home if your family was there, for example, or you don't need your family and you just have that one place that feels comfortable?
1: I don't really need my family. I think I love my family, That's <laughs> right, but uh, I don't. If I imagine home, I don't imagine my family. Actually, I just know I need somewhere where where I can be alone and good just
0: on your own yeah on my own no need no one else (laughs) (laughs) well that's great well thank you very much for answering all those questions that was really interesting and I hope you enjoyed it
1: yeah I (laughs) enjoyed it, it was really fun
0: yeah great (laughs) well then thank you very much and see you on on another episode
1: goodbye